My name is Laura Lee, and this is It's Not About Food. So it's not about food, and it's not about weight. What is it about? Everything else. Because it's never ever about food, or weight, never ever, not even, one time, not ever, ever, ever. Hello, everyone. Uh, to This week, we're going to be talking about the uh, principle number six. By going beneath the body hatred, diet thoughts, and disordered eating behaviors, we can learn to experience our feelings fully and therefore live fully. So for me, when I was struggling with my eating disorder, I really got to see how much my feelings were connected to overeating or even my undereating behavior. So if I had a big feeling, say like loneliness or overwhelm or uh, some kind of really a lot of worry about something that I did not know how to handle, I would definitely rather think I was fat. I would definitely really rather eat a bunch of cookies. I would rather do anything than feel those feelings. Um, and when I was little, I wasn't taught how to feel my feelings. I was brought up in a very strict Catholic home and we didn't have feelings unless they were assigned to us. And so I learned very early how to either kind of go in a way in a fantasy world in books or movies and or eat. I could get a, I couldn't get a handgun and I couldn't get drugs, but I could get food. So I think the best thing to remember is that you're just trying to identify your feelings and not change them. They will move on their own. They will dissipate. They will go down the little um, river of life and you'll know what to do. But try not to change any behaviors or change your feelings, even if they're feelings you don't like, like envy Um, so the other part I wanted to say is that if you have a fat thought, which I am so fat, I can't believe how fat I am and I cannot go to work how fat I am. There might be something else going on behind you. The same thing with, uh, diet thoughts. I am so fat. I can't stand it. I'm going to go on a diet. That makes us feel better because now we have a plan. But as we know, diets don't work and hating your body doesn't work. So remember to recognize when you hit the emotional wall with food and come from a place like, what is really going on with me? These are ways that that I've taken care of myself for a really long time, but you don't have to do it anymore. You can take care of yourself just feeling your feelings as well. So today I have Robin with me and I'm going to let her introduce herself and talk a little bit about what's up with her, and then we're going to have a discussion about this uh, topic, going beneath the body hatred and the behaviors. So I'm still Robin. (laughs) (laughs) And what's up with me is I'm happy to be here with you today, Laura Lee, talking about one of my favorite subjects and one of my favorite people who is a friend and mentor and teacher, not only to me, but to so many men and women and dogs. (laughs) And dogs, for sure. So um, 
when you hear that one of the ways to recover is to go beneath the body hatred and the whatever behaviors that you're having, that how do you how do we get ourselves to follow that and look at what's underneath it and and sort of accept that there is something underneath it like you know it's not about food so what is it about how do we allow ourselves or begin to sort of encourage ourselves to look beyond that and not to stop at that first part that we don't like so much that's a really good question For me, I always heard people talk about self-love and loving ourselves. And if we loved ourselves enough, we would accept our bodies or we would accept other flaws or character defects, whatever one wants to refer to them. But it wasn't until I came to Beyond Hunger, and I was 51 when I came to Beyond Hunger, so I had done a lot of work before I came to Beyond Hunger on trying to get in touch with whatever this disordered eating, obsession with weight gain, weight loss, my clothes don't fit, I'm too fat, I'm too thin, couldn't stop eating, the feeling of just being completely out of control, overwhelmed, and an overriding, overwhelming experience of self-loathing, not just of my body, but of my whole self that stemmed from hating my body And then the response was to stuff food in to deal with all the feelings that I wasn't permitted to have, didn't have words for, wasn't allowed to express in my family. And when I did express them, I was told that I didn't feel that way. Yeah. So as crazy making, I did feel that way. And I was always told, you don't feel like that. That's not how you feel. What you meant to say is... Yes. So I don't know how that turned for me into stuffing food down past the point of anything to do with bodily hunger, way past, completely disconnected from bodily hunger. It was a way to stave down all those feelings. And to answer the question, as I've digressed, what happened for me when I came to be on hunger and how I learned to go beneath all that, and I had never learned this anywhere else, in 12-step programs, with friends, with one-on-one therapy that I had done for years with different therapists, weight loss organizations, what have you. When I came to be on hunger, I was presented and surrounded by not just yourself, Laura Lee, and I could name them all. Yeah. Yeah, there's been, there's a lot of There's angels. a long list. I have chills carol normandy beth bernstein shannon myers shannon valentine right barbara murphy it goes on and on and on and what i saw was a loving compassionate group of women who embodied all these truths who did love themselves and who showed me what that looked like yeah well and we were all had been there And had come through that fire and got to a place where we loved each other, loved ourselves, loved everybody that walked in the door, which is not my normal way of being. (laughs) I'm so glad. I'm just, as, as I said to you and Carol, you saved my life 
just as if you had pulled me from a raging river. And that's really the truth because in my entire life, I had never been around any woman that liked her body, much less loved it and embraced. And in fact, most women I was around would be closet eaters. They would just pretend not to ever eat. Never Or they would never eat in public. Right. It's a shameful thing. It's Well, this whole issue is so full of shame. Mm -hmm. So full of shame. So that's what helped me is when I had living, breathing, beautiful, loving examples of here's what to do when this happens. Here's been my experience. Here's what, and over and over from all of you and just going back to be gentle with yourself, be kind to yourself, don't be mean to yourself. And I found out through practicing what you were all teaching me, what mm-hmm. that really meant. Right. And now I own it myself. You certainly do, and you completely embody it in your art and in everything that you do right now, for sure. And I think about how, you know, we could easily say one of the things that another person on a podcast earlier, Helen, says, we all have a circus in our head. We just have to remember that we've all got it, and it's okay we're not so weird that we have a circus in our head. The circus is always going. It's a matter of if we want to go ahead and watch the circus, let the circus go, and then go underneath that. And the way to do that, I feel like, is to have other people that all we all say, yeah, it's a circus in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, but we can do it. Mm-hmm. How did you ever... Or, you know, and maybe it didn't happen, but did you ever figure out or do you ever, do you know how you've kind of worked through when you were still struggling, hitting an emotional wall with food or with weight? How did you take care of yourself around that? Before I came into the program at Beyond Hunger? after, like in recovery, how did you recognize this is what's going on? I'm not really awful and stupid and weak-willed. Actually, I just have a lot of emotions coming up right now. There isn't one answer to that. Yeah. I just started practicing what I saw all of you do, and I have to go back to that. Mm -hmm. I never had any example of a healthy relationship of a woman with her body and beyond healthy one that was flamboyant and colorful and vibrant and moving around in clothes that were attractive and comfortable. And and as you say in Beyond Hunger, learn to move your body in a way that brings you joy. Yeah. Instead of exercise as punishment to starve or manipulate the body into a certain size or shape. So what I did is I practiced what you preached, and I, I don't mean to avoid the question, but it's as true as that. I just remembered, what would Laura Lee do? What would Carol do? What would Beth do? What what happened to them? And I practiced those self-soothing behaviors that we all came up with our list of what can we do to calm ourselves other than stuffing food in, or in some people's cases, starving, yeah, yeah. binge eating, yeah. purging. So I learned behaviors and practices that I could do. And do you want me to speak to what those were? or No, I think that's a perfect uh, 
place the to just say that you came up with a bunch of ways to work. And that's exactly it. How do we soothe ourselves when we are caught in this obsession and crazy spiral downward into shame or body shame or hatred or overeating, undereating, whatever it is? How do we take ourselves out of that and help ourselves? And I think you just said it so beautifully, you know, how do we self-soothe? So I don't know if you have a couple that you can just throw out there. Um, You know, I know for me, it was just to try to just sit with me, which was eh, really hard. (laughs) Sitting with what is has always been and still is very difficult for me. Mm -hmm. And it's no reason not to do it. That's right. It's this just, is hard, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Right. And I understand why people don't want to do it or refuse or say, I can't do it because it is hard. Yes. So I do that. I sit with what is. And sometimes I just pick my body up and take it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I go for a walk. I go for a swim. I go see a friend, have a cup of coffee, have lunch. Hold a dog. Hold a dog. There are many different self-soothing behaviors. One of my favorite is putting my body in water. And that can be taking a hot shower. It can be a hot tub. Any opportunity I get to jump in a fresh flowing creek, river, stream, ocean. I love putting my body all the way underwater, swimming pool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It immediately changes my body chemistry. That's such a great idea. That is such a great tool for people. It works quick for me. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about this, this woman that you were before you had this recovery, think about somebody like that listening to this podcast what would you like to say to that person to bring them hope that just like you, it can be over this whole insanity that takes us out of ourselves? All I can remember is how I felt about myself when I was still so completely imprisoned by that compulsive behavior. And it is a compulsive behavior that is difficult to describe unless one has experienced it. Yeah. So I remember how I felt myself with that behavior, the self-hatred, self-loathing. And what I thought at the time is that there was no way that I could get healed from it. Maybe other people, right? but not me. Because I was bad and my behaviors were bad. Right. And I couldn't stick to a diet and I couldn't stick to starving myself or I would starve myself for three days and then eat it all back. And it would just, it was an endless cycle of self-hatred that just got bigger and bigger. Right. So with that said, what I would say to someone who was anywhere remotely similar to my response before I got help, there is help. Yeah. I would say to ask for help and not give up because 
I was to the point before I found Beyond Hunger, or as I like to say, before Beyond Hunger found me, <laughs> that I was going to have myself committed to some kind of psychiatric, which I had never done before. I had done everything I knew to do. Mm-hmm. And I had I remember telling two of my closest friends, I'm going to go to this group Beyond Hunger, and if that doesn't work, I'm going to check myself into a hospital and treatment program where I will go away and live there and whatever they do to people like me to try to fix me. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was pretty Aww. sure that was where I would end up. So yeah. I went to Beyond Hunger, and now we know yeah. that it was the real thing. Yeah. So I would encourage people not to give up. And if anyone is listening to this that wants some help, give Lorelei a call. Yeah. That's what I would say. Or give me a call, and I'll tell you some more about how it worked for me. Oh, that's a beautiful thing to end on. Just call us. Just call. Just say Don't yes. Don't wait a minute more. That's right. <laughs> Just say yes to yourself yeah. and yes to the life that you deserve. That's and the right. life that's waiting for you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Laura Lee. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And be sure and follow me on Patreon, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and it's not about food.com. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>